Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I study being social by being social. Today's episode is brought to you by little baby animals escaping into your classroom. Well, that is one thing that we are going to talk about because I asked the world to tell me about times where animals escaped into your school. Escaped into? Escaped into. I don't think that works. What would they do? Would they weasel their way into? What would that be called if they got in? I don't know. They got in. Animals that got into your school. That's what I asked. And then you gave me some pretty some pretty alarming situations, which I cannot wait to talk about. But today's episode is also brought to you by Labor Day. Labor Day. The day where we don't do labor. What happens in your career as a teacher when you're like a, I don't know, life happens, you're like a 23, 24, 25, 26 year old teacher, Labor Day comes around and you go out. You love to go out. You love to drink with your friends. You probably plan a weekend with all your buds and everything and it's so great. You're going to go out drinking and drink your liver, stupid. Can I just say? That is the least thing that I want anymore. What I don't even have kids. I don't even have a family. And I'm just over here like, you know what I want to do on Labor Day? I want to sit on my butt and do absolutely nothing. Literally, this entire day, I've done nothing. I caught up on RuPaul's Drag Race, which I love. Shout out to the winner. If you haven't, if you haven't watched the episode yet, not going to spoil it for you. But I just laid around and did nothing. And you want to know what? It was amazing. And you want to know what else? You deserve that. I have been like talking to audiences all over the country and teaching is so hard. It is so hard. Like we need to rest, relax, allow ourselves this time. But I also am jealous that I can't rally like I used to when I was younger. This time off used to be used to be when we would all go out and hit the beer bong, you know? Not anymore. We're old. And if you're listening to this and you're a brand new teacher, probably listening to this to like fr- on Friday or something, because Lord knows you're not listening to this on a Monday while doing your laundry during your kid's nap, like the majority of people listening. <laughs> but um, bless you. Bless your heart. And as we say in gay, I love that for you, which is the gay bless your heart. Now, we talked this week about animals that I'm still going to say escape into your classroom. There is an episode of the podcast way back where I I tell you this story. I might have told you already. I'm going to retell you again. But in bullet points this time, we're doing a project when I was teaching fourth grade. And essentially, the science project, you had to attach tiny chariots onto the back of a Madagascar hissing cockroach, which means that they had to send me Madagascar hissing cockroaches, plural. Yeah, multiple of them. They were huge and they had absolutely no business being in my classroom. But yeah, they escaped. They got out. They had to fumigate the whole school because apparently Madagascar hissing cockroaches could become an invasive species. Who knew? 
Did the word Madagascar in this animal's name not give it away for you? Off the bat? My lord. Okay, this is my favorite one. This teacher wrote me, okay? And she said that they had like that animal man come in and do a little like animal presentation for the kids, which can we like pause for a minute and talk about that animal man? Why? That was like such an okay thing when we were younger. Like this local man who had a menagerie of animals. Menagerie? Menagerie. Menagerie sounds like menage a trois, which is definitely not what I'm trying to say. Menagerie. He had a menagerie of animals that most likely he kept in his garage, let's be real. Or he had a double wide behind his house that he kept all these wild animals in. And we openly allowed this man to bring these animals into our schools to show them off to the kids. I will never forget. You guys, this wasn't even that long ago. This was when I was student teaching. The animal man, which we will call him because he's not exactly a zookeeper, if you will, brought a friggin' alligator to our school. We were in Michigan. Why do you have an alligator, sir? What is the purpose of this? Absolutely not. And then, it, you know, the kids got to like pet it or whatever. I'm like, one whip of that tail. Someone's going to have stitches on their forehead. The mom's going to not only call the superintendent, but probably also PETA on your ass, animal man. Get a ticket. Oh, the best part about Animal Man is that if your animal man, animal man was anything like mine, because let's be real, there are probably hundreds of these all throughout the country. They wear like a khaki shirt with lots of pockets and buttons. And I don't know if this is actually what happened or just how I'm how I'm reimagining it right now. A safari hat. Were you picturing him in a safari hat? If you were, you're on the right track. Sir, you don't need a safari hat in Michigan. We're not riding down the street in our Subaru Outback and all of a sudden a rhino's running down Hall Road. That's not exactly how things work over here. Okay, take it off. Put on a tiger's hat, which still makes sense because tiger's safari and call it a day. Okay, I think you wearing a safari hat is some sort of cultural appropriation. I don't know what, but it is. And I'm offended basically because I don't need these wild animals next to my students. Anyway, anyway, I uh, I well, then I, and then I worked at the Detroit Zoo too. you guys. It was like, well, you guys know how it is when you are a first year teacher or, you know, I'm going to say all the way up to your fifth to seventh year teacher. You're most likely working a second or third job just to make ends meet, to put gas in your car, to scramble to pay your bills at the end of the month, to pay for your cricket wireless phone, the phone of teachers. They might as well use that as their slogan, right? You're working these other jobs. Beep, beep, back this train up just to paint this into perspective for all the muggles listening. Again, muggle, non-teacher. For all the muggles listening, when I was in my first one to five years of teaching, I worked three jobs. I was a teacher. I was a spin instructor. 
And I was a comedian, spin instructor. Oh yeah, like cycling, like on the bike. This is pre-Peloton too, by the way. I feel like if I was still doing it, Peloton probably would have called me and been like, you want to come to New York and do this on TV? I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I do. I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning to teach a five o'clock spin class, teach it for five to six, come home, shower from six to six thirty, out the door by seven to be at school by seven thirty for a bell at eight ten. Boom. Teach, come home. Sometimes I teach an afternoon class from five to six, shower, be at the club by eight to hopefully do a spot. That's when I was an open macker. But then I started doing spots, you know, maybe a fifty hundred dollar spot if I'm lucky. And then go back and do it all again. Wow. Can you guys just like press pause on the podcast right now and go back and reflect to young you? Simply me saying everything that I just said took me back to this time where I had this thing called energy. Holy shit. And I was a teacher. Those little kids suck the energy out of your body like a hocus pocus witch. How was I doing all that? Holy shit balls. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyway, I was. Okay. Back to animals in the classroom. I have ADHD. Can you guys tell? One of my jobs during the summer, because teachers have our summers off to survive. And if you're in your first five years, you have to work a summer job. It's just the way of the land. One of my best summer jobs was working at the Detroit Zoo, which was very, very fun. Ooh, I got a good story for you about this. Very, very, very fun. Okay. I learned so much there. Most of the animals at the Detroit Zoo, by the way, are like rescue or rehabilitation animals, or they're part of some breeding project to like make more of that animal to put into the wild, such as the spray toad, which I realized when I was there, they only make their babies in the spray of a waterfall. Fun fact. Now, you know, I, I was like a supervisor for kids summer camp. And one of the things that I had to do is create and facilitate curriculum for the different grades, but they had like counselors who would mainly do the facilitating i would just like peep in and make sure it's all going okay the little kids got to do this reptile week where they got to go behind the scenes of the reptile house now when they went behind the scenes of the reptile house i just like let them go with the we'll call him a reptile man because i think he lost his credentials after this one i was on the other side of the glass like where the general public is and there was this huge huge tank like the size of a friggin bedroom right and this python lived in there this dude was like easily 30 feet long okay well the zookeeper opened the door and let the little kids in there to like see it i was like not knocking on the glass because i didn't want to piss this python off and send him into attack mode but i wanted to start speaking parcel tongue to that thing to distract it so it didn't you know realize that there was a smorgasbord The Last Supper was basically walking itself into his house. How crazy is that? And this zookeeper thought that there was no problem with that. Jeez Louise. Okay, I'm going to tell you about what this woman told me and other people told me, but not before we talk about this. Okay, this woman wrote me again, and she had the animal man come to the school. And she said that the animal man had a lynx. Now, if you don't know what a lynx is, 
you first of all need to do more animal research because you're not on the same level as me. A lynx is a, dare I say, almost like a bobcat, like a very slinky wild cat. Not as big as a cougar, like definitely not as big as a, a lynx. If, if I was to guess, it's about the size of maybe like a medium sized like terrier, like maybe about the same size as, dare I say, a cocker spaniel. That sounds about right, but maybe probably taller with these like ears with like beautiful little feather things on it and they have like a little tail but it's a cat okay (laughs) i don't know why i compared it to a dog but it's a cat like i i hope you guys weren't just like picturing a dog and then i said but it's a cat and your brains were like what (laughs) anyway a lynx a lynx this guy had a lynx well Apparently, he brought the links out to like show to the kids. And this woman failed to tell me how, but it was a cafeteria full of kids. And the links, a wild bobcat like cat, escaped and just was running around the gym with all these children. She said it was like mass chaos like it was like the purge alarm just went off inside the school kids were everywhere just like flooding the doors tripping over each other like stampeding going nuts and meanwhile this lynx is just running around the gym could you imagine what if that lynx got like a preschooler or a kindergartner oh my god that is dangerous First of all, let's not get it twisted. I blame the animal man, not the lynx. The lynx was just, you know, trying to survive. The animal man clearly didn't have the correct credentials to be handling a lynx in a school. Hello? Do we not see the issue with this? I see it right away. Unbelievable. Okay, first of all, poor Lynx. Second of all, poor student that most likely got clawed by the Lynx. That's wild. This other woman wrote me from Australia. And do you know what an echidna is? Australia's got like really, really insane animals. Okay. Australia has animals where I feel like God must have been either drunk a little bit high or he was just like running out of body parts when he was creating animals and all those animals that he created when he was just delirious he just sent to australia and that's where they are okay an echidna an echidna for those of you who do not know what an echidna is i'm going to paint the image for you it is a small porcupine with a very skinny snout But, and it's a mammal, but it lays eggs? Yeah. Like a straight up pincushion with like the nose of a mole, if you will, very long. Claws, little claws, and lays eggs. Now, if that is not some witchcraft, I don't know what is. This Australian teacher sent me an echidna. Oh, they love to burrow, I guess. This echidna, I, I'm assuming, burrowed its way 
down from the outside underneath the school and then somehow resurrected its resurrect probably not the right word um emerged itself up into her classroom so when you opened this drawer where she had all of her math manipulatives there was an echidna's like the face was facing back and the quills were just facing out like honestly there's not enough liability assurance to go around an echidna a walking pin cushion with knives surrounding his body just in your classroom that is that is psycho straight up i can't even believe that that's real okay i'm also concerned I'm concerned with how many snakes are getting into your schools. Yes, a snake makes sense to get into a school because they're, you know, most of the time rather small, rather lanky, can fit into small places. I get it. I get it. Right. A woman from Florida. Shocking. First of all. Shocking. Wrote. Actually, quick pause on that. So many of you wrote me from Florida and told me that you often your principals will like do this mass text saying that school is delayed because there's an alligator on the premises. Do we all agree that we see a problem with that? There should not be wild alligators on a playground. Ay, 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 Florida, get it together. Anyway, this Florida woman writes me. She didn't only write me, she sent me a video. This was on the playground where the kids are dismissed to come in and out for the day, right? Coiled up in the corner, right by that door where the kids come in and out, is a gigantic rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. A rattlesnake? This thing is chiming in his little rattle. He is pissed. And guess who has to come get him? The janitor. The poor janitor came with like a one of those little tongs that you squeeze the handle and then it's got a clip at the end to pick up trash. He brought that little trash picker upper to scoop up this rattlesnake and then put him somewhere else this thing you guys was thick he was like as thick as a softball maybe he just ate something i don't know but this was a thick ass rattlesnake and he was pissed he was he the rattlesnake did his little rattlesnake move where he goes Sah! where he just like extends his body out he did that with his mouth open and his Fangs, first of all, if there's an animal that has fangs, okay? Animals that have fangs, rattlesnakes, wolves, coyotes. Are those fangs on a bear? I don't know. You should just cancel school. Probably for the rest of the year, if we're being honest. Anyway, this thing lunged fangs open at the janitor. And the janitor still went to save the day on this rattlesnake. Could you imagine could you imagine getting a call and then being like hey could you like go get this rattlesnake i would be like no i won't because one i'm not certified to handle animalia let alone venomous animalia 
Second of all, you don't pay me enough. And third, can maybe call animal control because I think they probably have, you know, more expertise than me. Couldn't believe it. Also, an alarming amount of bats that are getting into your schools. One woman had a sleeping bat. She didn't know what to do. Couldn't even. T- there was about 15 women who sent me in videos of hummingbirds that were just flying around their classroom. Mind you, muggles too, by the way. Muggles, if you're listening. I know that in your corporate jobs at whatever cubicle place you work at, you think that in your job you could just, you know, rid of the animal in a kind, humane way and then go about your day. In a school, even high school, any school, elementary, middle, or high school, there is no escaping this. If there is a hummingbird in your classroom, that is all the kids are going to talk about for the rest of the day and most likely the next day too. Your day is lost. You might as well just go into YouTube and type in hummingbird so they can just learn all about it because that's all they want to know about. It'll be the end of the day and they'll come up to you and they'll be like, do you remember when a hummingbird caught into our classroom? Yes. I remember it was an hour ago and you haven't stopped talking about it since. So thank your lucky stars. If you work in corporate America and maybe you had a possum fall through the ceiling tiles and then you got to go on and do your marketing pitch a few hours later, because that's not possible in our world. (laughs) Just so you know. And what's even worse is they might even throw on an extra day at the end of the school year to make up for it. You don't know. Hey, forgot to tell you, listen up, this weekend, this upcoming weekend, I'm going to be in Portland, Maine. I want you to come, get your tickets, MrDTimes3.com. Come on and see me in Portland. My buddy Richie Armani is actually opening for me in those shows. Love the guy. So funny. You're going to love him too. So if you're in Portland or the Portland area, come on over. After that, it's my coming home shows. I cannot wait for these. I'm going to be in Michigan, my home state, throwing it out to you guys. It's going to be awesome. Come to those shows. Come to those shows. They're going to be great. I'm doing Grand Rapids, Royal Oak, and Kalamazoo all in one swoop. Again, get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. And then we're coming back to the Pacific Northwest, which is actually good because I live here. And I'm going to do Tacoma. Tacoma Comedy Club. Cannot wait for those shows too. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. That's MrDTimes3.com. MrDTimes3.com. Get your tickets. We'll see you there. A lot of people are asking too, are you going to teach next year? Are you going to teach next year? What's going on? What's going on? And here's the truth, okay? I had a couple offers. I did have an offer that came in this week. They asked me if I wanted to teach full-time kindergarten, which I do. Then they dropped a bomb on me that it was full-time virtual kindergarten. I was like, here's the thing. I don't know how many different ways I have to say this. No. No. Oh, my Lord. Jesus, that sounds stressful. Like, if I wasn't beep bopping all over the country maybe but but no oh god no and whoever accepts this position please pay them double because they deserve it 
because that is just wow. Um, but for the remainder of for the for the for the beginning part of the school year, I'm going to finish out the tour. I want to, you know, people have tickets for it. And here's, you know, don't got to hide it. I love it. I love comedy. It's great. This show is awesome. And I, I'm proud of what I wrote. And uh, I, and I like it. And you guys have tickets for it. So I'm going to finish out this tour. Uh, but then it slows down a lot after and around November. It super slows down. So I am going to, I potentially have a long-term subposition in kindergarten that I can take that would be for the rest of the school year. Not guaranteed. Um, but if you're in the Seattle area and also have a long-term sub thing going on that you have to offer, hit me up because I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. But if the one that I'm sort of like courting back and forth works out, that would be amazing. And I would be in kindergarten for the remainder of the year, which would be the ideal situation because then I can go back and finish my tour once it's done. But so many of you had asked, I figured I'd, I'd figured I'd just tell you, tell you like it is. No secrets here in the house of day. Patreon members, thank you so much for becoming Patreon members. That is how we keep the podcast going. You can become a Patreon member too at patreon.com slash Big update to the Patreon. Patreon, we are eliminating the VIP tickets to shows. The VIP tickets to shows will not be happening anymore after September. We're finishing them out after September. So I just want to make sure you know, I'll figure out another perk that'll go in there in lieu of that. But there will be no more VIP experiences to the shows. So I know that getting a free VIP upgrade with your Patreon membership was once a thing. And I loved that. And we did it for how long we wanted to. But I actually I'm trying to make the show as safe as possible and no longer going to be offering that for the time being. Eventually, when we get back up on our feet and we're moving and we're grooving and the world is back in a good place, absolutely, I cannot wait to do VIP and to do meet and greets and to meet you guys and take pictures and say, hey, it'll be great. But if you are a Patreon member, just know that after September, there will be no more VIP. But I love you. Meanwhile, you can get bonus episodes of both the Social Studies Podcast and Let's Watch TV, just so you know. And uh, I will be putting out some perks all over, surprising you guys here and there. It'll be so much fun. But thank you so much for becoming Patreon members. And I want to say hello to our newest members. Big hello to Maddie, just Maddie. Maylee Mayaki. Maylee, I hope I said that right. I don't know if I did. It might be Miyake. We don't know, but I tried. Adorable Llama 34. We love that for you, Adorable Llama. Michael Hoffman. Jamie Stavenger. Amy Jones. Helen Bryant. Hey, Helen. (laughs) Ashley Tomlinson. Mary Rose Vigorita. Chantel Maddie. Tiffany Briggs. Twisted Teacher. Ooh, I like that. Okay, Twisted Teacher. Come on, girl. Kelly, just Kelly. Kaylee Gilgauer. Christy Quinones Miller. Susan Moore. Stephanie Bordelon. Don Henley. Sarah Winnikoff. Mickey Stonewall. Ooh, I love that name, Mickey Stonewall. That's a strong name. I love it. Laura Glass. Emily Winkler. Gwen Stanga. Kylie Powell. 
and Caitlin Drake. Thank you guys so much for becoming Patreon members. Patreon is how I keep the podcast going. You can become a Patreon member too for only five bucks at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon members, I've been filming and recording some good content for you. My apologies for the delay. It's been a wild ride on this past leg of the tour. It will be coming out this week. Don't you worry. I love you guys so much and appreciate each and every one of you being members there. Thank you for the supporting the podcast. Hey, you guys, I hope that if this has been the first week of school or the second week of school or you just went back to school this month, I hope that it has been great for you. For all the muggles out there, I hope work's going great. I hope your families are going great. I hope everything in your life is going great. Hey, you guys, do one thing for me. Make some time for those that you love. Spend some time with them and just enjoy your life. I love you guys so much and we'll see you next week bye